to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you very much. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you as always from the live, free, or die state of New Hampshire, ladies and gentlemen, and it is always, and let me repeat, it is always a blessing to be able to come to you live behind this camera in this chair and uh, to be able to be in this position to work for you is a blessing from God and I never, ever, 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 ever take it lightly, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start out the show today without a cold open, but instead, let's actually start out the show with doing some live shout-outs, folks, because uh, there's a growing and increasing presence here in the Live from America family, and we need to make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that we say hello to everybody. So let's go ahead and do that right now. On Rumble, we have Evie Rosewood. How you doing, girl? Good to see you. Nick Ratliff just got done watching this morning's show. Well, that's great. God bless you, sir. Thank you very much. Roxy Malone, how you doing? Thank you so much to all for the help. I appreciate it all so much. You're welcome, uh, my dear. You deserve it. Thank you for watching. Terry Lynn, good to see you. Thank you very much. Victoria, hello and God bless you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We've got Heather from uh, NH from the great state of New Hampshire right here in the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. We've got a lot going on actually, folks. 
We have got a lot going on in the great state of New Hampshire. We've got a lot of bills going through. We've got a lot of attention on the election security. We've got a lot of attention on COVID response. And we are holding people's feet to the fire. I'm so very glad uh, that that's actually happening. Let's give a few more shout-outs to Java Girl. Good to see you. Please pray. Oh, I'm sorry. It went too fast, my dear. I'm sorry. Darlene from Michigan. How you doing? We want to give a big shout-out to our Getter family on Real America's Voice News. Although my Getter stream is not... Uh, working tonight. It did not go through. So for all those who are usually watching uh, Live from America on Getter on Jeremy Harrell page, you'll probably just have to watch on Rumble or watch the replay later on uh, as well as soon as it's done. Or you can watch on the Real America's Voice News Getter um, page as well. But it's not only Getter, folks. It's Pluto Channel 240. It's Dish Channel 219. It's Roku. It is Fire Stick. It is Select Channel 106. It's cable companies across the United States. It's the app. Either way, you've got Real America's Voice News with you. And uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I'm very excited to be here. First and foremost, do you guys remember Trump and the truckers? Do you remember when the truckers came to the White House and President Trump got in the uh, President Trump got in the truck and pulled the horn? Remember all that? Remember when all that was happening? And President Trump backed the truckers, and the truckers backed President Donald J. Trump. That was the great thing uh, about his relationship with Americans. That was a great thing about his relationship with, um, with, uh, with workers, with companies in this country, because they knew that he backed them. They knew that he wanted to cut through the red tape in order to make sure that their companies did well, ladies and gentlemen. And I actually had some video footage. I had some video footage to show you of just that, and uh, we lost it when we were getting ready to go live. But if you remember that video footage of the of the truckers coming to the White House and President Donald Trump uh, going out there, meeting with these truck companies, uh, meeting with these manufacturers, he got in that truck. Remember, he pulled the horn. Remember that? What a great what a great uh, moment that was. And President Trump had many moments like that, whether it was the truckers, whether it was Harley Davidson, whether it was um, whether it was uh, uh, other American companies. I believe Ford and Chevy also went there to the White House multiple times. And President Trump would go out there. He'd meet with them. They'd have a great press conference. He'd tool around and mess with their toys and stuff like that. But he always had a good time. You notice that he was never oh, fumbling around out there trying to do anything that, you know, getting having somebody help him get into things. No, he was out there having a good time. He was a good old it was like a good old American. American boy, you know what I mean? And that was, the, that, was, that was the great thing about having President Trump in the White House is he actually cared about American workers enough to, you know, to, to not only support them for a photo op and all that kind of stuff at the White House, but he'd go further than that and he'd have discussions with these CEOs. He'd have discussions with these people and he'd find out what the problem is. Where's the red tape that we need to cut? Where's the red tape that we need to cut? And I have a feeling, ladies and gentlemen, that those truckers in Canada are Trump fans. I know the truckers here in the United States are Trump fans. And I showed this um, earlier on this morning show, and I'm going to show it again right now, ladies and gentlemen. Freedom is closer than it appears. Freedom is closer than it appears, and it is a great, wonderful thing to see the truckers of Canada and America come together and grind the gears of these countries, these two countries, to a halt if they don't start respecting the people and respecting the freedoms given to us by God and protected by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. For all you lefties out there, our rights do not come from the Constitution. Our rights come from God, and that's why you have no claim to them. 
You have no claim to them. There's nothing you can do. They belong to us, period. The Constitution in the United States of America and the Bill of Rights protect those and enshrine those rights in safety, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Again, ladies and gentlemen, one more time for all those in the back, freedom is closer than it appears. I want, to do, uh, I want to give a thank you right now to somebody very special. And the reason why I didn't do a cold open video this morning was because I wanted to give this attention to people who send beautiful and wonderful things to Live from America. And what I'm going to show you today is a book by a woman named Christine Nepstead. Christine Nepstead. And this book is called The Power Seat. Your interview, your life, your success. Your interview, your life, your success. I just got this in the mail today. And the reason why I wanted to read this to you was just because this is the spirit of America that I hope that we capture in 2022. I hope this is the spirit that we give a rebirth to in this country. I won't read the whole thing to you, but I do want to read a little bit to you. First of all, huge thank you for sharing your passion, your mission, and your commitment for God and country so courageously. Honestly, I give you the Smarty Award every day. Well, thank you, Christina. I appreciate that. My name is Christina Nepstead. I'm a wife, mom, Christian, and patriot who loves this country and still very proud to be an American. Amen, girl. I'm writing to you after nearly a year of contemplating whether or not to actually do so. However, that voice inside finally got its way. And here's the story and the reasons for writing to you. Five years ago, I saw then-candidate Donald Trump on TV trying to communicate and connect with his audience. Although I loved what he stood for, I found myself holding my breath every time he spoke. One night, um, one night, I prayed to our mighty God to give Donald Trump the words and the style he needed to win over the American people. God answered my prayer, and he won. To my surprise, God proceeded to ask me to use the skills he gave me to help President Trump. Um, what? She says, okay, yes, God has a sense of humor. But it truly, uh, but this was truly not funny to me. I tried to pretend it wasn't real, stayed busy, avoided seeing and hearing anything that was Trump related. This is amazing. This is a great testimony. And this is why I hope she's okay with me reading this out loud because this captures what so many Americans have dealt with and are going through. Then all of a sudden and completely out of the blue, my clients who didn't know each other started randomly bringing up President Trump in sessions. They'd say things like, you could help President Trump so much. If there was anyone who needed to hear this, it's Trump. You need to get a hold of a Trump. Too bad that will, uh, Trump will never hear this stuff because, you know, how are you going to get a message to President Trump? Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, I'll leave it right there. She wrote this book and she said, insert Jeremy Harrell. This is where he can help. Can, we get, can you get this book to President Trump? She said she doesn't want any infamy or any, uh, any, uh, any notoriety. She doesn't want any money out of this. She just wants President Trump to read the words of this book. So we're going to try to get President Trump this book. I appreciate you for doing that. And the reason why I highlighted you today, the reason why I highlighted this book and what you're doing is because what you did takes courage. What you did takes American spirit, patriotism, and courage. And you listened to God. You did not listen to the people around you. You did not listen to anybody. You listened to the Holy Spirit. You listened to God. You wrote this book for President Trump. And I will do my very best with the people that I know to get this in his hands one way or another. Because I believe that God is doing is working through you and he's using people like me to help you. And for that, I want to say, God bless you, Christina. God bless this book. And if it is his will, we'll get it to President Donald J. Trump. And having said that, folks, you know the deal. 
We're going to the Lord because the Lord does miraculous and amazing things every single day. These truckers stand with Trump. We stand with Trump. Obviously, Christina does. And why? Not because we put Trump on a pedestal above anybody else, because this man showed us American courage that we forgot about. This man showed us all the bad things in this country that we either forgot about or did exactly what Christina did at first, and that's get as far away from it as possible because we didn't think we could affect any change or we couldn't do anything about it. But guess what? This last year has showed different. And now there isn't a President Trump leading the rest of us. There's a President Trump standing right next to us and we're all moving forward together. Ladies and gentlemen, that is an act of God, and there's a reason why he is doing this in this country. There's a reason why we're going through what we're going through, and we have to trust that, okay? February 1st, year of our Lord, 2022, says, even though there is much darkness in this world, you always have access to me. So you are never in total darkness. The trail before you may look obscure, especially as it disappears into the future. But I tell you, I am enough. I am with you, and I also go before you, illuminating the way. From John 8, 12, it reads, Then uh, then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Also from Proverbs 4.18, which I was reading from this morning personally, the path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, shining over, uh, shining ever brighter until the full light of day. You know that first gleam of dawn, that beautiful first gleam of dawn that shines that light on the whole world? That is the light that says uh, it's like the first gleam of the dawn shining ever brighter until the full light of day. And before you turn out the light tonight, until I make darkness a thing of the past, follow my light. It will be sufficient for your journey. Are there any any better words than the word of God every day? It really brings you back to center, doesn't it? Really brings you back to center. For all those that are watching on social media, I would ask that you please share this video. If you can each do it two or three times, that would be very effective. And for all those that are watching on digital TV or cable TV, I want to say thank you for joining in. Let's all go to the Lord in prayer. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together as we do every day here on Live from America. So for all you newcomers, it's time to give glory to God. This is what we do every day, so get used to it because it's not going anywhere. (laughs) Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, I don't know if you've seen that video yet on Rebel News, but all those truckers up in Canada who are facing off with police right now and trying to have a negotiation with the police about blocking the road or not blocking the road or letting people through, all those truckers also got together yesterday and they all said the Lord's Prayer together. And I got to tell you, if you have not seen that video, go back and watch my show this morning or go find the video yourself. Because it truly is inspiring to see those truckers and everything they're going through give everything over to God. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America, and we will be right back 
right after this. Stay tuned. And all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with the Live from America audience. We're here with the live show. How are you guys doing? Let's come back here and, uh, and say hello to some people. I'm sorry about Getter. Getter does not seem to be working tonight. I don't know what's going on with that. I apologize. Uh, I tried to get the stream over to Getter. It just wasn't working. So it's just one of those things. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, we'll get back together tomorrow, hopefully, but sometimes these things happen and we just got to deal with them. There's nothing I can do about it in the present. Okay. But I will figure out what happened to it and fix it for tomorrow's show. Uh, wiser says, I love the truckers. So do I. So do I girl. Um, Jeremy owes you an apology, Freddie. Oh, Jeremy owes you no apology. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep we'll just keep removing trash. That's all. We'll just keep removing trash until they don't want to be trash anymore. Once you don't want to be trash anymore, well, then everything will be okay. Uh, Jeremy, I bought your Valentine's Day gift tees. Can't wait to get them. Well, thank you very much. There's also some chocolate coming for you as well. I will send Bibles soon, Jeremy. Well, thank you very much. We are, we're really doing well with Bibles. And I got to say, folks, we're, we're, we're sending a ton out the door. And I'm just so blessed to be able to do that. By far, better than anything. Whoa, I didn't even see the Rumble Rants coming in. I didn't even see the donations coming in. Wow, God bless you. God bless you. Look at that. Thank you very much, you guys. You know all the Rumble Rants uh, go towards a couple things. They go to, a portion goes to the Slurp Fund, and a portion goes through the hired, to the hired help, which is Eli. Which, by the way, Eli's been doing a phenomenal and an incredible job lately, folks. He's been doing a phenomenal and an incredible job. For all of those who asked if I've spoke to Rumble yet, I have. Rumble does not have a feature built in yet where they can completely ban an IP address, but they can continue to ban personal profiles. And I'll just reach out to them every day. If there's people in here doing that kind of crap, if there's any people, if there's people doing that kind of crap, I'll just do that. And there's a lot of people who donate in the name of those trash. Oh, you want to come in here and talk like trash? We're going to give more money to the show <laughs> and make it bigger and better because the more money that comes to Rumble Rants, Rumble gets to keep a portion of that and make their company better and make their company better. So Jeremy, did you get my email regarding the freedom t-shirts said vegetarian? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. If you ordered Freedom T-shirts and you want to correspond to anybody, there is a corresponding email uh, that, uh, that my wife will work on that I don't even see. I don't even see. I don't even uh, handle that stuff. My wife does all of that. And, she, and there's a, if you ordered, there is a corresponding email for you to get back to. Um, individual block per account. You can only, yeah, you can only unblock account. You can't block IP address yet. Yeah, they're working on that, though. They are working on that. Alicia Whitus is from the LFA. Whoop, not going to say that. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. That is funny. Gray LFA hat, not online. The gray ha LFA hat should be online. It should be. I'll check after the show. Jeremy, my 97-year-old grandma died yesterday. She loved Jesus Christ. Well, God bless you and your family. Uh, I know that's not easy. I've lost all my grandparents, and my grandparents were very close to me. So I really do uh, apologize um, for what you're going through. But you know what? It's a part of life, and we're all going to get there someday. And if she loved Jesus Christ, then you know that she is in a far better place than she was here. I can tell you that. Lynn Buss says, in the name of Jesus Christ, God bless you. I got my Freedom T-shirt and wore it today. That's great. Jeremy, I sent you a message about the mother and the finger legs kidnapped. I'm sorry. I... I'm sorry it went too fast. I apologize. We're going to come back from this break and get right back to the show. Okay, guys?
All right, here we go. And welcome back to Live from America, folks from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. And welcome to the Real America's Voice audience as well, no matter where you're watching. It is a pleasure here and this Live from America family that's been here for so long, through thick and thin, ups and downs, and all kinds of valleys and mountains and everything. We accept you and we, ho- and we open our, uh, our arms wide to the Real America's Voice team. You ready for the first and foremost? I am. I think it's time to get to it, so let's get to it. Here we go. Judicial Watch, folks. Judicial Watch, Tom Fenton. These guys have been a beast and a thorn in the side of the left ever since Joe Biden and the left illegitimately and illegally stole the election of 2020. Now, we all know Project Veritas has been exposing stuff like crazy. Well, the other company, the other group of people, who have also been exposing stuff like absolute crazy, is Judicial Watch. They've been doing it a little bit of a different way. Uh, Pretty much anything from uh, Project Veritas is going to be whistleblowers and video footage because they want to show you what's going on. Tom Fitton Fitton and the Judicial Watch, they do it a little differently. They do it more in a FOIA request type of way, and they do it in the courtrooms to get the information that they're seeking. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, with the, with the one-two punch of Judicial Watch and Project Veritas, I don't think any crooked criminal out there in the United States is safe. Judicial Watch is now suing the CIA for communications targeting President Donald J. Trump. Tom Fitton and his team have been exposing so much these last couple of years, folks. Um, and, and they've been doing it with something that's right at our disposable right at our disposal, something that we all have access to, and that is the Freedom of Information Act. That is how Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch have been able to be so effective in fighting for the United States of America. Now, they are taking it a step further, and they've actually filed a lawsuit, and they're going head-to-head against the CIA. Let's talk about this for a little bit. Judicial Watch announced that it has filed a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit against the CIA for records of communications and meetings between then-CIA Director Gina Haspel, remember all the conversations about her, and the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General White Rage Mark Milley. The lawsuit was filed in the United States District Court of the District of Columbia on December 31st, 2021, after the CIA failed to respond to a September, 17, uh, September 15th, 2021, Judicial Watch Freedom of Information um, Act request for the following. Number one, all records of communications between CIA Director Gina Haspel and General White Rage Milley between November 1st, 2020 and January 20th of 2021. And number two, all records regarding all meetings between CIA Director Haspel and General Milley between November 1st of 2020 and January 20th of 2021. This includes all summaries, notes, and transcripts as well as records created in preparation for, during, or pursuant to any such meeting. White Rage Millie and Haspel reportedly had at least one conversation in which President Trump was attacked as being part of a coup. It ought to be disturbing to all Americans that the head of the CIA and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff were reportedly conspiring against the president of the United States of America, said Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton. Our new lawsuit will hopefully, hopefully, ferret out the truth about 
uh, any plots to undermine President Trump by the military and the CAA. On March 5th, 2021, Judicial Watch filed a FOIA request uh, lawsuit against the DOD for records about House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's January 8th, 2021 phone call with White Rage Millie. Pelosi acknowledged the call in a January 8th letter to her colleagues. So, folks, uh, Judicial Watch is now saying, look, you owe us a FOIA request. We did a FOIA request. You owe us a response to that. That is our right as American citizens. Pony up or we're going to court. The CIA said, nope, we're not doing anything because they're arrogant and they think they're above the law and they think they're on some kind of pedestal that we can't climb up and knock them off. You know what? One of my favorite games to play when I was a kid was King on the Mountain. You probably can't play that today because if you say king, you'll say, oh, well, how come it's not a queen? How come it's not a they? How come it's not a thee? And if you push anybody off the mountain, it might be looked at as assault, racism, or bigotry. Somehow, don't ask me. It happens all the time. Anyway, one of my favorite games to play was King on the Mountain. So Tim Fit- Tom Fitton is doing that. He's playing King on the Mountain with the CIA and now taking them to court for denying a request that he has a legal right to as an American citizen. And this is the kind of fighting that I'm talking about, you guys. This is the kind of fighting that we've been doing for the last year, and we're not going to stop. I talked about it in this morning's show, the red line in the sand. The red line in the sand, the left, the illegitimate left, the illegal left, the party that does not have any legal right to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the House of Representatives, or a 50-50 split Senate, they drew a red line in the sand when they, uh, after they uh, stole the election, which should have been a red line, but I talked about this morning that not enough Americans actually wanted to do anything about it. Not enough Americans actually wanted to do anything about it until our worst nightmares had come true. And President Trump had left on January 20th and Joe Biden came in. Then everybody said, whoa, what in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on? That is when the fire got lit under everybody's butt. And we've been doing this ever since. Long story short, folks, we're coming and we're coming hard. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we want to go ahead and we want to give the Smarty Award of the Day. Right away, folks. Right away. Let's go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the Day to Mr. Tom Fitton, President of Judicial Watch and his entire team. They deserve it. Now, moving on, we got some more lawsuits we're going to talk about. This one is going to blow your mind. I don't know if the devil right now has got a blanket on. The devil might have a blanket on. The devil might have a blanket on and he might have turned his heat up a little bit because I think hell froze over, folks. The New York Times, (laughs) in an attempt, I guess, to save their paper or their dying, lying company, I don't know other reason they would do it, but the New York Times is now suing the United States State Department to get Hunter Biden information. Well, you don't have to sue the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Department of State. You don't have to sue the State Department to get all the information you want on Hunter Biden. Why don't we just grab Tony Bobolinsky? Whatever happened to him? Why don't we just grab you, Rudy Giuliani? They got everything. Why do we need to sue the State Department? Kind of stupid if you ask me, but all right, I'll bite. Let's talk about, let's talk about it. Uh, the New York Times sues the State Department to get Hunter Biden information on Monday. They sued the State Department to obtain emails from Romanian embassy officials sent between 2015 and 2019 that mentioned Hunter Biden and his former associate, Tony Bobolinsky. 
Tony Bobulinski was the CEO of Sinohawk Holdings, which was a partnership between Chinese operating through CEFC chairman Yi and who? The Biden crime family. Bobulinski said Joe Biden was heavily involved in his son's international business dealings. Quote, Hunter Biden called his dad the big guy. Remember when Bobulinski came out and said that? I'd love to know what he's up to lately, by the way. Or my chairman and frequently referenced asking him for the sign off or advice on various potential deals that we were discussing. Bobulinski said, I've seen Vice President uh, Biden saying that he's never talked to Hunter uh, about his business. I've seen firsthand that that's not true because it wasn't just Hunter's business. They said they were putting the Biden family name on its legacy and, uh, and its legacy on the line. Well, folks, in a lawsuit yesterday, the newspaper New York Times sued the State Department to obtain emails from a Romanian embassy official sent between 2015 and 19 mentioning a number of international business people, including the president's son and his former business associate, Tony Bobulinski, who briefly became a political celebrity at the end of the 2020 election because of his Biden connections. One of the time's goals in this lawsuit appears to be finding out whether an embassy official did any favors on behalf of the private business, including, presumably, that of the president's son, that would raise questions about possible conflicts of interest or corruption. Oh, uh, gee. Oh, uh, gee, you think? You guys are just now figuring this stuff out? Just now figuring this stuff out? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you not ask us? Anyway, specifically the request uh, seeks records about the possible improper use of federal government resources to assist and advance private business interests with connections to the United States government officials and the possibility of uh, the possible evasion of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA, by those uh, private business interests and, number three, the non-enforcement of FARA or FARA by the federal government in relation to those private business interests. So, folks, what is happening right now? It sounds to me like the New York Times has been sued and lost enough in court against Project Veritas that, and everybody else, Nick Sandman and everybody else included, that they're trying to get viewership back. What's the best way to get viewership back? Well, I don't know. I don't know. How about tell the truth? <laughs> here's just a, here's a shot in the dark. How about just tell the truth? Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, I think it's only proper that we play this. By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? <laughs> By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? Well, Hunter's spending millions of dollars smoking Cheetos off some rug somewhere with some 17-year-old crackhead foreigner. I don't know. That's what sounds to be like one of his favorite things. Anyway, staying on lawsuits for a minute before we go to this next commercial break. One of the favorite new Republicans, one of that new Republican blood, ladies and gentlemen, that we love so much, Representative Madison Cawthorn of North Carolina, filed a lawsuit against the North Carolina Board of Elections over unconstitutional attempts to disqualify him from re-election. This is a very lengthy story, so we're not going to get into it heavy. I just want to get into it just a little bit. A group of challengers recently filed a complaint with the NCSBE 
alleging that Representative Madison Cawthorn, quote, does not meet the federal constitutional requirements for a member of the United States House of Representatives and therefore is ineligible to be a candidate for such office. This is just their lame, weak, loser attempt to stop people from running because they know how popular these people are and they know that these people are going to win re-election. They hate Marjorie Taylor Greene. They hate Madison Cawthorn. They hate Lauren Boebert. They hate Jeremy Harrell. They hate anybody with an opposing view or anybody who gets at least at least just a little bit of popularity because of the fact that they're saying what everybody else in the world is saying. The group claimed that the congressman engaged in an insurrection or rebellion against the United States on January 6th and therefore was disqualified to be a member of Congress under the United States Constitution. Isn't it funny that they charged nobody with insurrection and nobody with sedition until about a week and a half ago because they knew if they didn't charge somebody with that, then they could not keep the charade going. And that was the president of the Oath Keepers, who, by the way, they just put into some federal jail somewhere in in Kansas City or something. All of it's just a little bit too funny. Long story short, Madison Cawthorn sued them and said, you are violating my First Amendment rights to freedom of speech. And if you want to go there, let's go there. Big, big courage from Representative Madison Cawthorn. And I love seeing people fight back. That is what gives me inspiration for this country. That is gives me, that's what gives me hope for this country is as long as there's one person fighting, whether it be Madison Cawthorn or President Trump, as long as there's one person ladies and gentlemen, who is willing to fight for this country, then this country will truly, truly never, ever, ever, ever die. Never die. Look, folks, we are going to take our next commercial break right here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America, and we'll be back right after this. All right, folks, back here on this little commercial break hiatus we got here. We need Teddy from Pennsylvania. He's great, says Gary McGonigal. Excuse me. Well, you know what? We're going to get Teddy Daniels on the show. We've actually talked back and forth. Scheduling just never worked out, but we will get Teddy on the show. Hopefully, we can get him and Mastriano on the same day. Amanda Collins, how you doing, girl? Yeah, I'm sorry that... um, I'm sorry Getter isn't working tonight, folks. Uh, it is just the way it is. We'll figure it out after the show, and we'll make sure that uh, it doesn't happen tomorrow, hopefully. Jeremy, I'm waiting to order Armor of God. Need old gear. Excuse me. See what that says. Need old gear. Need old gear and old colors. Well, we had a lot of new Armor of God, other than the black and the white shirts that are right now, uh, that are here right now. We have a lot of them coming. So uh, just uh, I know it's, it's hard, but one of the things that we, na- we needed to do to get away from third-party companies that make them on demand is we have to build up an inventory. And to build up an inventory of small, medium, large, extra large, double X, triple X in men's and women's costs thousands and thousands of dollars. So I, I, I do it while I can, when I can, and I do it when the people that, uh, that help, the, the help Life from America actually have the time to do it. So we're getting there, folks. But you know what? Good things come to those who wait. Need old gear. They want long sleeves and colors. They're coming. Don't worry. They're coming. Um, Zeus, wouldn't you know no stage name? Sorry, I didn't uh, know what you meant there. Cawthorn is a traitor. He voted on the red flag, uh, red flag gun law against law-abiding citizens. Um, I don't know what that red flag gun law is that he voted against, but if you can send it to me, I would, uh, I would definitely take a look at it. Um, 
I think I heard something about that a while back, but I wasn't 100% sure. Jeremy, like the commercial exit music. Now, will you thank you? Thank you very much. It's only going to get better now that we have a producer. Producer. My last name is Weed, Jeremy. All right. Mr. and Mrs. Weed, how you doing? Um, Kat McCammock on your show. She's awesome. Thank you very much. I got an email from Getter saying they're having a big event. Well, Getter's killing it right now, folks. Getter's definitely the Twitter killer for sure. Jeremy, thanks for keeping us laughing through these painful times. Well, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Red flag laws are all bad. I agree. I agree. And anybody who votes for them, I believe, is, is, is not, it, it's not a good thing. So if Madison Cawthorn did actually vote against a red or vote with a red flag law, please send it to me. I'd love to read it. I'll, you know what? I'll actually just search for it myself. I'll get it. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that, my friend. God bless you. Jeremy, I need a Bible for my niece. Saved her life from her boyfriend, kept her captive for seven months. Go to JeremyHarrell.com, scroll down on the page, go to the Bible section and put it in and make sure you put what kind of Bible you want, what, uh, what, um, what, uh, if you want a new King James version, or if you want a, uh, an American standard or something like that, or even if you want a women's study Bible, Bible, make sure you put that in the notes section. Okay. Thank you very much, Gerard. God bless you. Just go ahead and do that. Okay. Let's come back from this uh, commercial break and we'll get right back to this news. Cause there's a lot to always go. There's so much to go through. I think I need a drink of water. <laughs> All right, here we go. And welcome back. This is Live from America. God bless you guys for being here. My name is Jeremy Harrell, and I'm the host of the show. Look, I know everybody's got promo codes, but promo codes is how we keep each other all in business. That's how we keep each other away from left-wing companies and keep our money away from left-wing corporations. So if you go to MyPillow.com, folks, and, and order anything, I mean anything, even just one pillow, and put in the promo code LFA for Live from America, you get Mike Lindell's book absolutely free. What are the odds? You get this book from Mike Lindell. This book is great. It has a lot of pictures in it about uh, his life, uh, even from when he was a kid. It tells you some great stories of how you overcome some serious, serious hurdles in your life. So you go to uh, put in the promo code LFA. You get that book absolutely free. Okay? Absolutely free. And while you're at it, check out the Brave American and PatriotFoods.com. We're all working together to make sure that we get our money away from these liberal corporations, folks. Here we go. Joe Rogan. Everybody's been talking about Joe Rogan. We're almost sick and tired of talking about Joe Rogan. Was that the genius of Joe Rogan? Huh? Was that the genius of Joe Rogan? I don't think so. Look, Joe, Joe's always done his show the way Joe's done it. He's had ten, tons of different styles of people on there, tons of different skill level, tons of different... Um, political uh, affiliations. It doesn't matter who goes on Joe's show. He wants somebody to come on to have a conversation with. He doesn't care if he agrees with him or he doesn't. He's always been that way. He's never even been a right-wing guy. He's always actually been center-left. He said things that I don't agree with most of the time when it comes to politics, and he said things that I do agree with socially many, many times, but he literally broke the internet. He broke the will of the left. He broke them down so much that they are spending every minute of every day talking about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, he's not a doctor. He's not a doctor. How dare you take medical information from a doc, from a do, uh, guy that's not a doctor? Can we say Bill Gates? What about Bill Gates? Bill Gates isn't a doctor yet. We listen to this guy like he's Tony Fauci, who's all uh, who's also not a physician or sees any patients. He's got, it's amazing. Don't don't listen to Joe, oh, Joe Rogan. 
Don't listen to a difference of opinion. He's been crushing the left. And you want to know why they're really coming after him, folks? They're not coming after him because he has people on his show and they have great conversation. No, no. They're coming after him because of his ratings. They're coming after him because they know that there's a bunch of people there that they can pick off. They know that there's people on the right, left, and the center who listen to Joe Rogan. And if they can grab even a little bit of that, it's going to help their lives out. It's going to help their lives out. Because what does the left do? They have to attach themselves to winners. Winners focus on winners while losers focus on winners. Winners focus on winning and losers focus on winners. That's how it goes. They focus on the winners. The winners keep focusing on winning. And losers have to attach themselves to winners. And since there's no President Trump, really, for them to attach themselves to, they got to go to the next best thing. What are they losing the most of? Ratings. What, are they, what does that equate to? Money. That means CNN and others are going down the drain. So they got to talk about Joe Rogan constantly because he's the hot ticket item. He's the guy that we can go and scrape some ratings off of, like bottom feeders, like vultures. That's what they are. That's what CNN is, just a bunch of bottom feeding vultures. And I kind of like this story. It's kind of like reality TV for me. I kind of like watching this fight between Joe Rogan and the mainstream media and the left. So having said that, let's play the latest from Humpty Dumpty and CNN about Joe Rogan. They don't like him, I can tell you narrative that. narrative is. I want to show all kinds of opinions. Which sounds great, but not all opinions are created equal. You think about major <laughs> newsrooms like CNN that have health departments and deaths and operations that work hard on verified information on COVID-19. And then you have talk show stars like Joe Rogan who just wing it, who make it up as they go along. Oh, are you jealous? And because figures like Rogan are trusted by people that don't trust real newsrooms... We have a tension, a problem that's much bigger than Spotify, much bigger than any single platform, Kate. But that's what the, is the heart of this right now. Yeah, but you're right. It is getting at something bigger that isn't going to be solved in one Joe Rogan video or one statement from Spotify. That's for sure. It's good to that's see right. you, Brian. Thank you that's so okay. much. <laughs> Somebody sounds a little jealous. Somebody sounds a little jealous. <laughs> Oh, they just go listen to Joe Rogan. He kind of wings it. But here we are. Here we are doing everything we can, being sexual pedophiles, sexual predators and pedophiles. Here we are with a whole news team. Here we are with an overhead and brick and mortar everywhere that we got to pay for and we can't pay for it. <laughs> Joe Rogan gets 11, mu- 11 million viewers a show. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) I got no skin in this game. I don't care either way. I just love watching it happen. I just like watching it happen. Now, here's something that's actually pretty incredible. The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's a Biden and Harris supporter, which blew my mind, by the way, when when Dwayne The Rock Johnson came out and supported uh, Biden and Harris, I was like, uh, are you trying to tank your movie career? Um, unfortunately, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was kind of in that, uh, in that uh, lane where he's so big that even a, uh, an endorsement of Biden and Harris isn't going to tank his movies. However, there's a lot about The Rock that I respect. There's a lot about Dwayne Johnson that I actually respect. How he came up, how he built his companies, what, how, what kind of father he is. I don't have to just look at somebody's political affiliation and go, I can't stand that guy, I'm writing him off. There is a lot about Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson I respect. And his latest move, even though this whole thing is just not even news, it's just kind of like gossip for us, I'm kind of interested in it, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of nice to see what happens and watch it unfold. Again, I got no skin in the game, I got no dog in this fight. 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson actually came out and said in support of podcaster Joe Rogan, vowing to, um, he, it says Dwayne The Rock Johnson come out, came out to support podcaster Joe Rogan's uh, vow to present a range of medical opinions whenever the podcaster puts up an episode regarding COVID-19. Dwayne The Rock Johnson said, quote, great stuff here, brother. Perfectly articulated, he said. Look forward to coming on one day and breaking out the tequila with you, commenting on Joe Rogan's Instagram post. Now, why am I talking about this? Again, this is not political news. This does not change really anything in our world. But what it does do is it goes against the Hollywood narrative. You've got the first Biden-Harris supporter that I know of that actually in Hollywood or in any kind of big name, you know, whether it be the NBA or the NFL, this is the first Biden-Harris supporter who's got a big name that has come out against the left and in support of Joe Rogan. That is why I'm talking about this because you're these, these Democrats are like monkey see monkey do. Oh, you, uh, I want to do that. You're doing that. I want to do that. Now here's what's something, here's actually something pretty incredible. Tulsi Gabbard has a getter account. Tulsi Gabbard is a Democrat, but Tulsi Gabbard is more of like your blue dog, moderate Democrat, even though I get it. She has views against the second amendment and stuff like that. That's why I don't agree with her politically. However, Tulsi Gabbard has a getter account for a reason, because like Kirsten Cinema and like Joe Manchin, Tulsi Gabbard thinks the left has left her in the dust. Now, she actually came out on Getter nine hours ago and said the following. I get the feeling some people are using Joe Rogan's COVID interview as a pretext to silence his voice because he's not woke. Zealots of wokeism try to censor voices who don't agree with theirs because they fear the absurdity and the weakness of their positions will be exposed. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Tulsi Gabbard. Now, I met Tulsi when she was running for president here in this town in which I live. And she was very polite, very nice and very level headed and spoke with common sense and logic. I wasn't used to that from a Democrat. As a matter of fact, when I met her, I was like, oh, I'm about to run up one side of her and down the other. But I didn't have to. I didn't have to. And that was a personal experience that I had with her. She also goes on to say this. Now, this isn't anything to do with uh, with uh, with The Rock or with um, Joe Rogan. But I will say I want to read the next thing that she wrote on um, on Getter. She wrote Biden chose Harris as his VP because of the color of her skin and sex not her qualification. She's been a disaster ever since. Now, he promises to choose Supreme Court nominee on the same criteria. Identity politics is destroying our country. And she does not have any plans on running again. This is her just saying this stuff. And the fact that she's on Getter lets you know that she's a Democrat that likes difference of opinion. And she's like Kirsten Cinema and like Joe Manchin. So I call on actual Democrats, not far left crazies, not progressives, not socialists, not communists, not AOC and the, and, and the dumb, dumb squad. I'm talking about real Democrats. I miss real Democrats and real Republicans. I call on all real Democrats to do the same thing in your party as we're doing in ours. Have the guts to stand up up to your own people before you come over ours and call us racist because we're clearing house too 
We're cleaning house too. We're getting rid of the McDumdums, McDum, uh, Ronna McDaniel, Kevin McCoward, and Mitch McChina. We're getting rid of our dumb dumb squad. Get rid of yours too. Start standing up. Take over your party, Cinema. Take over your party, Tulsi Gabbard. Take over your party, Joe Manchin, and put them over your knee. Take up your belt and give them a lick or two so that you can bring them back into compliance. The compliance of we, the people, the Constitution, and God. Not of man. Woo! <laughs> How was that, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, we're fired up here at Live from America. Anyway, we're going to take another commercial break right here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I know it's your new favorite show. I know. It'd be mine, too. Anyway, we'll be right back right after this. Please stay tuned. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's come back and let's talk. Let's talk a little bit. Amen, Jeremy. Yes, exactly. Preach it. God bless you. Thank you very much. Don't forget little Lindsay. Yeah, we got to get rid of him, too. We got to get rid of him, too. Uh, Left or right, we're all Americans and need to come together to save this country. Amen. Kamala is as good at using those knee pads. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. I think we might be ice skating in Ohio tomorrow. Yeah, we're ice skating here too. Uh, Bad Moon says, your favorite show. Jeremy, you got it, dude. God bless you. Jeremy, please put the donations. Oh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Wiser Fit just donated $150. God bless you on Rumble. I see a bunch of dollar uh, dollar trains in there too, you guys. That's just as important. But the $150 uh, donation said, we want to meet Eli. Well, you know what? I'd love for you to meet Eli. But you know what? Not everybody's a camera person like me. And there is things to worry about when you're associated with me and Live from America. You might have to get your own bulletproof vest, if you know what I mean. I'd like to give a big shout out right now to Reagan and Addison Weed. Hey, Reagan, Addison, how are you? God bless you. God bless your family and your parents. And thank you very much for watching Live from America. Mr. Biz says Lindsey Graham is a clown. He sure is. He sure is. Jeremy, do a segment on bonds for the win. Not sure who you're talking about. Uh, Put the donation in Freddie's name in the slurp fund. Well, there you go, right? Right? Freddie can uh, unknowingly help out so many people. Jeremy, sending you a letter should receive it on Friday. Okay. Hey, Kel, I actually got your uh, voice message. I got your voice message. I'll be waiting for your letter, and I'll read it online for everybody. Okay? I did get your voice message last night. Jeremy, as soon as you can, I'll be writing you a letter and sending you a package. Well, thank you. I love presents. I love my presents. You know that. I'm blonde naturally, so I didn't. Get why Trolley said his name was Eli. Now I get <laughs> Give him a costume. Iowa lawmakers just advance a bill to use ivermectin. <laughs> Iowa and New Hampshire. Killing it, baby. Yes, I uh, have loved this show since before the studio, says Danit123. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys helping me grow this much, too. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure to do this. All right, let's come back from this commercial break, and let's break it down, shall we? Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. If you live in the state of Illinois, which is my home state, by the way, shout out to all my Illinoisans. But if you live in the great state of Illinois, you need to know what's happening tomorrow in your state, bright and early in the morning. And you're going to need to stand up and stand up loud. In Illinois, H, a House Bill 4244, mandatory vaccine registry is now in subcommittee. 
and a lawmaker actually proposed House Bill 4640 to guarantee exposed, to, to quarantine, excuse me, to quarantine exposed people to infectious diseases. State of Illinois is losing their mind. It's part of the reason that I left, but you need to know what's going on. So let's go ahead and do it. Uh, House Bill 4244, which would uh, change participation in Illinois' vaccine registry from voluntary to mandatory, is currently in the subcommittee, but it's not gone by any means. It's scheduled to be heard again in the main Illinois House Human Services Committee tomorrow at 9 a.m. This liberty-loathing, tyranny-loving bill is an invasion of medical privacy, a government overreach, and a tool for imposing a mandate for the COVID vaccine as well as other vaccines. Okay? Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is House Bill 4244 of the 102nd General Assembly. The media has done a terrible job of covering this because they don't want the people to know about it. Okay? And it was originally heard in committee a week over a week ago. Media coverage of 4244 has ceased and people are proclaiming that the bill is dead on social media. That's not true. The synopsis page for this bill clearly indicates that is not the case. So I encourage all those who oppose this bill to submit an opposing witness slip. Witness slips are important because they provide a public tally of widespread opposition to the bill. So far, 31,992 opposing witness slips have been submitted as of 9-15 on January 31st. You have, the ability, you have the ability to submit a new witness slip whenever this bill is scheduled for a new hearing before the main committee that it's assigned to. If you have submitted a previous witness slip, it is still listed as having been submitted as well. This is just a chance for you to reaffirm your stance on the bill. So, link to submit a witness bill slip for HB 4244, if you go and you, you can actually probably search it up. It's Illinois 102nd General Assembly Witness Slip, okay? Illinois 102nd General Assembly Witness Slip. And it looks like the supporters of this bill in Illinois House are trying to outwit the opposition. They seem to be waiting for us to lose focus and attention on this bill or to be waiting for us to give up any kind of resignation, uh, to give up in resignation. So, ladies and gentlemen, you got to be on the ball with this if you live in the state of Illinois, and you got to be on the ball right now, okay? Because HB 4640, which would also uh, allow the, the government there to quarantine sick individuals, that's also scheduled to be heard in the same place um, tomorrow as well. So, if you live in the state of Illinois, you might want to get your behinds in gear, okay? Now, let's move north a little bit and go to Wisconsin. A Wisconsin spice company lost 40,000 customers after the CEO of Penzi's Spices called all Republicans racist. Earlier this month, Penzi's Spice CEO, Bill Penzi, sent an email to his paying customers alerting them to, uh, to a Republicans are racist sale over Martin Luther King weekend. Remember how Republicans going against a mountain of evidence to the contrary once again lied and said BLM wasn't a peaceful movement, but instead terrorists incited violence throughout the country and then raced out to buy a crap load of guns because maybe they were finally going to get their chance to shoot a black person, he says. What a bunch of racists. He wrote that in the damn email. Sorry for my, uh, I just can't believe it. Sorry for my language. Bill Penzi sent out another email admitting he lost tens of thousands of newsletter subscribers after he uh, accused Republicans of being racists. 
Penzi was reduced to begging his remaining customers to buy gift cards to offset his company's losses. <clears throat> After starting the year with all Republicans are, are racist and following up with Republicans... Excuse me. After starting the year with all Republicans are Republicans and following up with Republicans are racists, we've set a nice little boycott uh, for Penzi's surge in motion. It was certainly uh, it certainly wasn't unexpected, but it's with your within your means. You picking up a small stack of gift cards would help. Penzi wrote in an email on Friday. And it was reported by Fox News. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, Penzies, P-E-N-Z-E-Y-S. Penzies Spices deserves to be boycotted, if you ask me. If anybody deserves to be boycotted, it's definitely Penzies, okay? Now, before we go to our last commercial break, I want to play for you somebody else. You know what? He should apologize. He definitely should apologize, to everybody, but it doesn't mean we should go out and 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 uh, and fund his business, okay? And I think it's only fair that we go ahead and we give Penzi's Spices the Dum Dum Award of the day. Right there in that swamp donkey bucket, ladies and gentlemen. All right, somebody else who should apologize is Whoopi Goldberg, ladies and gentlemen. Whoopi Goldberg. Mrs. No Neck, Mrs. Jabba the Hutt herself. Let's go and talk about why uh, Whoopi Goldberg needs to apologize. Let's uh, play the clip. Well, also, if you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No, it's well, not about maybe race. Maybe it's, it's, no, it's about a different it, race. But it's, it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What, is it about? what a stupid thing to say. The Holocaust is not about race. Well, that put Whoopi Goldberg in some big trouble, ladies and gentlemen. That put Who- Whoopi Goldberg in some big trouble with her executives there uh, for The View because it forced her to come out and immediately apologize because if she hadn't, she probably would be without a job today, which she should be anyway after saying what she said any Republican would be. But here's Whit- uh, Whoopi Goldberg um, reduced to apologizing for her stupid and ridiculous asinine statements. Yesterday uh, on our show, I misspoke. And I tweeted about it last night, but I kind of want you to hear it from me directly. I said something that I feel a responsibility for not leaving unexamined because my words upset so many people, which was never my intention. And I understand why now. And for that, I am deeply, deeply grateful because the information I got was really helpful and helped me understand some different things. Oh, really? The information that you got was very helpful and you're very blessed and grateful that you got that information? What information are you talking about, moron? Are you talking about the fact that you didn't know what the Holocaust was or you tried to say it wasn't about race? What information could your no-neck job of the hut face looking butt actually have gotten that made you so enlightened about what you said? You deserve to be fired. You deserve to be cancel cultured. And you're just lucky that we don't do that on the right. We're going to take one more commercial break. And when we come back, when we come back, nine ways that you might be watching too much CNN. We'll be right back right after this. Yes, later says she didn't misspeak. <laughs> exactly, ladies and gentlemen. She said he didn't, she didn't mistake. No, she said the right thing. She said exactly what she was trying to say. She just admitted she was wrong. Amen. Isn't that hell must be freezing over, right? Jeremy, where is her neck? I don't know. I don't know. 
No, where is her neck? <laughs> we should make a Where's Waldo version of Where's Her Neck. Girl, where is your neck? <laughs> Did she ever apologize? I didn't hear her say it. Yes, she said she deeply, deeply sorry. I didn't want to continue to play the No apology was ever accepted. You deserve to be fired. Amen. No neck. <laughs> I love that, huh? I don't know what happened to her neck. She used to have one, though. You're making me laugh, Jeremy. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. We got to laugh, right? We got to laugh once in a while. We got to. It's important. Uh, I'm going to pull up this next story. We're running out of time real quick, so I want to make sure we come back from this commercial and, and hammer it out. Let's cancel the whoopee cushion. <laughs> How have I never thought of that? You know what? You know what? We're going to get a whoopee cushion here. If anybody has the ability to make a whoopee, whoopee's face on the whoopee cushion, every time we talk about her, we'll put a fart. We'll, ma- we'll, we'll make a fart noise, okay? If anybody's got that ability, send it here, and I'll, I'll display it in the studio. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Look, we don't have a lot of time left, so I want to get through this last segment real quick, okay? I know, I know we're still laughing at whoopee, but hold on. Here we go. Nine ways in which you know you're watching too much CNN. You think the pandemic is still going on, number one. Number two, you still think one of these investigations is going to get Trump. (laughs) Number three, you haven't left your house in two years. (laughs) Number four, you haven't heard of any of Biden's foreign or domestic failures. Number five, you still call ivermectin horse medicine. Number six, you walk by a fiery riot and think to yourself, ah, what a peaceful protest. Number seven, you're at the airport a lot. (laughs) Number eight, you drop to the floor and convulse anytime you see a MAGA hat. And number nine, the number nine way you know you're watching too much CNN, you watch any CNN at all. (laughs) That's funny stuff. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but you know it. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper, folks. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you very, very, very much for being here every single day of the week. It's an honor. Remember to go to JeremyHarrell.com if you find value in the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm signing out for the night. God bless you. Have a great night. See you later. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.